welcome to the Good Guys John and Danny show. Morning, Hi, mate. John. Hi. <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah, I'm really good. You okay? Yeah, good. Thanks. We always have to double check, don't we? What, what time it is because we get it wrong. Um, we do, and check that it's recording. So it's recording. And yeah. It's the morning. We've got it all right so far. Spelt everything right because previous time it was take three, wasn't it? So uh, yeah, 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 we're all good. <laughs> we're amateurs, aren't we? We're, we're, you know, we're new at this. So um, we're learning new skills. We're learning new skills. Yeah. Like the television studios in Stockport and Heesham, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and, and at the start, I just like to say because we always say at the end. But I would like to say thanks again for all your input for the people listening and watching and for your feedback, really, and suggestion of topics that we should look at, um, the comments that you make, uh, sharing the links on YouTube and Spotify. So um, I thought yeah. we'd say that at the beginning rather than the end, really. So so thank you very much for tuning in and, and, and listening and watching. So, yeah. Today, we wanted to talk about influences, didn't we? And it was a suggestion yeah. that was made by um, quite a few people that have, have fed back what were, what have been the influences or influencers on us. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but I think there are sort of specific counselling influences, aren't there? But then there are people who are influencers in life. Mm-hmm. And I think to me they're, they're one and the same thing. To a large extent, of course, for me, there was Carl Rogers, who was pretty famous. You know, a lot of people know about Rogers and person-centered theory and all those things. But also, loads of musicians were really, really influential on me and, and mean a lot to me, you know. Who are your music influences? Um, I'm a huge Ben Folds 5 fan, and Ben Folds himself, okay. you know, and um, he's been really influential on, on me. Uh, a lot of his songs are about people about characters and right. their lives and uh, again it's that thing thing about empathy and feeling what it might be like to be somebody else and these kind of characters he's written about in, in his songs and also again it's the same thing for me it's a bit like rogers sometimes i hear those songs especially the early ben folds five stuff and i just they really helped me through a lot and yeah. some sort of challenges i was going through in life and i listen to those now and think Wow, they just feel so sort of personal to me, even though I've not I've met Ben Foles, and hopefully one day he'll come on here and, um, and talk to us. But, you know, he's really been a massive influence on me and helped me through a lot of challenging times and that, that sort of reflective thinking and, and yeah. the lyrics of the songs. And there's something about it that, and that the music just kind of resonates with me, you know. It's not just melodies, but it's, it's some lyrics that are important to you as well. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and, and sometimes, sometimes in fact, there's, there's a thing there. Sometimes I'll be singing a song to myself, yeah. and I've learned more recently to look into that a bit more because that normally reflects something that's going on for me that I haven't consciously thought about. So I'll be yeah. I'll be singing a certain song, you know, whatever it might be about, and then now I think, why do I am singing that song? And it almost always is linked to something that's going on for me emotionally that I haven't quite clocked on a kind of cognitive thinking level. Yeah. But it's really, it really sort of brings up loads of stuff there. It's quite interesting. How about, how about you as well? What, what are you, hmm. your influences? Well, with music, I've spent, looking back in the last, I'd say 10 years, 
the musician that really I've listened to a lot. I mean, I've listened to lots of different music, but uh, James Walsh from Star Sailor. And yeah, you've mentioned Star Sailor, yeah. He came to prominence roughly, it was early 2000s, wasn't it? And around the same time as Coldplay, I think, mm. you know, I'm not a muso, you know, I'm not a master. I've got uh, mates who are really, really, like you, yeah. deeply into the music and, and massively, but they listen to a lot of music, but just it was Star Sailor, you know, um, that first album, that debut album, just unbelievable. When I heard that for the first time, it was just like, wow, every song, just in- incredible. But then he's so what about that then, John? What, what is it about those songs in particular, that, that album? And what, what grabs you about that? Yeah, it's the melodies, it's the, the lyric, it's the energy, because I think energy is yeah. underappreciated, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Songs and in people. Um, and you, you can just feel that energy. You can And you can feel energy, can't you, in lots of different types of music, really. You yeah. You know that profound energy that, and it translates, doesn't it? It's like a, it's well, it is a recording. It's a microcosm of of the energy that those people felt, you know, recorded, that we then can can listen to, yeah, benefit yeah. from, and you know, James Walsh's lyrics. Um, he's a much uh, underappreciated um, songwriter, an influence, mm-hmm. I think. Um, right, and. Um, and yeah, still listen to him now, still listen to his solo stuff, um, <laughs> listen to him on Instagram. And again, when you mention, you know, Ben Foles, it'd be fantastic to have, you know, James Walsh on here one day. And yeah, you, know, you have to you have to think outside the box, don't you? You know, Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? So you mentioned Carl Rogers. Just Yeah. Well, it's big influence, yeah, in terms of counselling, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. Because obviously we're familiar with him, but before we were counsellors, we'd not heard of him, had we? We not heard, I'd not heard of Carl Rogers before I became a counsellor. Yeah, same here, yeah, yeah. So for you, what is it about Rogers that, that you know, and who was he? Because there it? might be wondering. Yeah, the psychologist back in, well, it's sort of 40s, 50s, and um, he was writing in the 50s and the 60s, right through to the 70s, and he had this idea of, you know, it was really quite um, sort of scientific in the way that he went about researching and, and finding out about things. He, he was quite pioneering in recording counselling sessions and things like that, and then looking yeah. at them and to see what worked and find out. But he came up with this 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 person centred approach, which is about creating an environment for people to then feel able to to change. And there's a whole theory of um, you know, how people grow and develop and yeah. personality change that goes with that. But it's very different because it was, it was all about the kind of the locus of evaluation, which is one of those terms being in the client, the person we call the client. Yeah. And then if we can facilitate with empathy, congruence and unconditional positive regard, we can facilitate an environment yeah. for, for the client to really explore themselves and feel accepted uh, and sort of, find their own path and growth. You know, I think that's it in a nutshell. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what I liked about, I I like to keep things simple and uh, I question because mm. I'm a simple man. Um, <laughs> but, but for me, well, I probably am, right? But um, if things are kept simple, 
then they can translate easily, can't they, to, to other people. And I like the fact that he, you know, he didn't believe, did he, that he didn't believe in experts, that we were the client's expert. You know, they're their own yeah. experts. And I mentioned before <laughs> throughout my um, counselling course um, over three years, just the simplicity. And I think, I, I personally do not really, it's not my style, you know, those that make counselling very complicated. Yeah. yeah. Some people I've found over the years that I've worked with, when they're lacking in their own kind of security and their ability, will surround themselves with lots of theory and, and kind of elevate themselves amongst others with their theory. And that's not, yeah. you know, it's a, it, that's not for me really. And, um, I love the Bill Shankly quote, so Liverpool fan. Should have been a United yeah. fan. My dad was a United <laughs> fan. My uncle was a United fan. Um, and I'm actually a fan of United um, up to 1968, actually. Because <laughs> yeah, the story of you know, the Munich air crash and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bill Shankly, the old Liverpool manager, said that football is made more complicated by people who should know better. And I think yeah. that... It's similar to counselling, really. I think it's often made more complicated than it should be by people who yeah. I'd question why they, they make it more complicated. And I liked Roger's approach, um, the core conditions, keeping it simple, being genuine, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, having respect for them and walking in their shoes. Yeah. And I know that. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard thing to do, isn't it? I mean, the, I, I love um, person centred approach for that because it, it is theoretically simple and it, and it always brings me back down to earth in some way I go you know I go back to it all the time and um I, I don't you know I've read a lot of other things and theories and I think it's good that I do that but some of it, it gets so complex for me I don't think honestly that I have the brain power to kind of understand some of the other other approaches or at least it doesn't seem to make sense to me so it's probably not right for me in that respect but um, but I am, I think, fundamentally person-centred, and I think that's the thing about the influences. Like I'm influences. I'm influenced by loads of different things, books and music, because I reflect on those. And, and you know, being person-centred is is really important. It's not not a doing so much, is it? You know, you know what I mean? I, I'm finding that hard to get across, but it's all of those influences make up the person I am. So I draw from, yeah, you know, philosophers or I mean, Tolstoy, you know, I love reading War yeah. and Peace over and over again, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and and I've mentioned before, you know, you've talked about Tolstoy. Frankly speaking, I didn't really know much about him. It was uh, what I knew about War and Peace. My dad had War and Peace, you know, the the, the, the volumes of War and Peace. and Right, yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, it was a cliche. I'm like, I'm not going to read that, Just, you know. Or, you know, it was a... War and Peace. It was the joke, wasn't it? What you're writing there, War and Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then through your through listening to to you explain and talk about Tolstoy, I ended up watching the adaptation on the BBC One, which yeah. blew my mind. And I've watched it three times now. Just all about, and yeah, I've watched yeah. it again actually. But um, talk about influences. Don't have to be. We can be influenced, can't we? From from our friends, from our neighbours, from absolutely. You know, yeah. Um, all over. And I think with person centered for me, it's a bit like, you know, when you look at an analog watch, 
when you look at which I've not got an analog watch on, but you look at the face of a watch and the yeah, you know, the hands are moving the way around, and it looks in essence quite simple, doesn't it? But behind yeah. behind the front of that watch, there's so much going on and interconnected. Yeah. And for me, person centered um, therapy, whilst it is simple in essence. It's simple. There's so much going on in that session with a, with a person. There's the listening. There's the the walking in the shoes. There's you know the active listening. You know, really and, and watching the body language. Um, so yeah. with online counselling, well, you can't watch the body language, but you can pick up so much by yeah, you can. by eye sure. movement, by you know how people hold themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it, it, you know, it fascinates us both, doesn't it? And it fascinates a multitude of people. And I do think, and we've spoken about this before, that person-centered counselling over the years has been almost kind of um, its importance and its influence and its long-term effectiveness has been um, underappreciated. And you've got other yeah. other uh, types of therapy, CBT particularly, has been the... Um, flavor of the decade isn't it flavor of the, the yeah, last yeah, decades yeah. because it's you know it, people have been able to demonstrate that over six sessions it makes a difference um there's not there's not as much evidence not as much research mm. isn't really into into person-centered i would suggest and but but we know the effect that person-centered therapy can have and neither of us are cbt yeah. not in those that are fantastic you know those that have had cbt and benefit from benefit absolutely from it wonderful but we're we're person-centered therapists so yeah yeah just conscious of time but what other influences you know have you had so from from i know you do a lot of running um, well yeah i think i think a lot of it for me john comes about you know i think it's important to understand ourselves isn't it for the people who we are so then when we're working and supporting other people we're aware of our own responses and what's going on for ourselves and we can use we use ourselves in a relationship don't we Hmm. um so self-awareness is always crucial isn't it to a a counselor so in terms of influences i think it's being open for me it's it's really important to be open to our experience on a day-to-day level and in, in that way influences are all around us aren't they because we can they're learning experiences yeah we can have learning experiences every day. Yeah. You know, the um, way yeah. I interact with somebody when I'm getting my shopping that yeah. felt a little bit, you know, strange or and then I can reflect on that. What, what was that for me? And, you know, you know. Yeah, you're right. I learn from clients. Yeah, all the time. Because, um, again, they'll, they'll, they presume that it's a session where we give advice. Well, it's certainly not... A, I'm certainly not in a position to give advice to people. Mm. Um, and that's not the, the purpose of counseling, is it? Um, and, you know, how we experience other people is important. And I think um, our influences are all the while, aren't they? I mean, an influence um, as I grew up, obviously, parental influence. Um, yeah. Um, teachers. Um yeah, very true. Yeah. And there used to be, there was an advert on TV to encourage people to join the teaching profession. And it was mm. famous people talking about the teachers that were influential in their lives. Yeah. Um, 
I had a couple of influential teachers who... Me you know, too. Yeah. yeah. Time and effort. And, and it was obvious that they were, they were passionate about the job and that they cared, really. Yeah. And I encountered other teachers who, for whatever reason, we don't know what was going on for them. Um, yeah. weren't quite the same, really. Um, yeah. Do you find it's just one thing about teachers and probably, well, people more generally is, sometimes when I look back, at growing up, I don't, I don't always remember the exact words that were said to me by teachers or, or probably parents and family, really. I'm not, I, I don't remember those quotes and things very well, but I always remember the feeling I got around being with certain people. Yeah. And it's that, that feeling I can remember. You know, you know, certain teachers just felt yeah. good around. I felt positive, I felt happy and safe around. And, and yeah, yeah. others I didn't. Quite no. so much. Yeah. Now, you know, before we trained as counsellors, before I retrained, and, and I read something about energy levels and energy, mm. and I thought, oh, what a lot of rubbish. I, I believe it's true. And some people have a way of connecting, don't they? And they have a, an aura about them, obviously. Yeah, yeah. They have a way of being, really, don't yeah. they? they? have a way <laughs> That's it, of, yeah. of regulating people. So... Um, Obviously, when I'd retrained, and then I used to, to go and see presentations a lot, and will return to it in London, um, the Centre for Child Mental Health, and went to, because I'd, I'd read what he'd written, Dan Hughes, psychologist. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And wrote about playfulness with, and acceptance and curiosity and empathy with children. Yeah. With, with children that have endured trauma, uh, neglect, abuse, Um trying to simplify people's approach and he talks about tone of voice and and you know to the look on in your face when you're talking to a young person you know to animate your face more and and look yeah but it, it it's not rocket science is it it's quite simple really yeah yeah and another another person who wants to kind of keep things simple but underneath that simplicity is a lot of complex um yeah, self-work, isn't it, really? A lot of that, that work that goes on behind the scenes, you know. Yeah. Neuroscience as well. You know, it's all based on neuroscience. But, yeah, teachers have been an influence. Um, mm. Me growing up, sporting people. Watched a lot of, you know, a lot of football. Um, Kenny Dalglish. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a man, frankly. Um, you know, as a player, fantastic. You know, as a man, you know, what he did to help yeah. the families after the, the tragedy at Hillsborough. Uh, he took over after Heysel, um, where, you know, Juventus fans unfortunately died in 1985. And then yeah, yeah. after Hillsborough, he, he writes about this. He was offered counselling and he said, what do I need counselling for? You know, it's the families of the, the, the people that have passed away that need counselling. But then a yeah. year afterwards, um, he needed time out you know things were too much for him and he was burnt yeah, out right. he was burnt right. all got too much so he he resigned from being Liverpool manager and then really they weren't the same again apart from you know you know winning the European Cup in 2005 and a few cups in 2001 but it wasn't the same you know for Liverpool until until now really it's taken yeah know, yeah yeah that again. but Kenny Darwin yeah. man was a massive influence like a role model um, yeah, so sports people, musicians, um, all the world. yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. It's loads of people, I think, I'm sort of struggling to think of them, but there are on an everyday basis, just, yeah. But that energy thing is, is so uh, is so important, I think. There's something about that transference of energy, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. People from all walks of life um, can just have something about them sometimes, or that ability to, yeah, to transfer that kind of feeling to somebody else, and that's really important. And, yeah. Passion, you know, passion for what you believe. Passion. Yeah, congruence is probably the thing. Isn't it? You know, the, the, being congruent about who you are and what you do yeah. and being aligned in yourself with your, your actions and your thoughts and your feelings, being kind of authentic is that word we use, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, genuine. People want people to be genuine, don't they? And and it's yeah. Yeah. Out, isn't it, that we are absolutely genuine. And I know there are those that do question um, so, so you and I as counsellors, we're being very open. You know, mm. we, we, we talked about our background. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, would say, well, hang on these, this is about you talking about you and counsellors about the client. Absolutely. You know, when that client steps in the room in face to face or virtually, yeah. you know, it's all about them. Yeah. But they're connecting with us because they know something about us and they're trusting us because they know our, our background, don't they? Um, yeah, yeah. And our passion for what we're doing, um, I think, is shining through, really. And and, and we, we are doing what we believe in, in the way that we believe in. And we're not following a routine that somebody's yeah. decided we should do because traditionally counsellors said absolutely nothing about themselves and certainly didn't appear on a zoom broadcast of that. Yeah. Um, but we'll yeah, do yeah. things our way and, um, and we're getting people connecting, people contacting us, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, thanks again. Yeah. Well, we are sort of who we are, aren't we? And that, that is integral to, to what we offer yeah. to, to clients that we help, isn't it? We, we yeah, it's a, obviously it's about the client, but also the, the clients and people out there can see something about us and whether they think, that, that we would be someone that they could connect with. Yeah. And this, this is how we are now, but this is also us in our life and in our work. For me, it's, it's all very much the same. You know, it's not, I don't have a professional persona that I put on. Correct. That I suddenly sit in a certain way and kind of, yeah. right then, tell me, you know, it's, I mean, this is, this is just us. Isn't it? So. Yeah, because we eschew all that, don't we? All that, putting on different hats, honestly, it's not for me, really. Uh, this is, us being genuine, isn't it, really? And, um, mm. and yeah, and people are connecting. So I think uh, taking out of the time. Um, oh, we got in there, got in there. Yeah, I could have, could have sort of talked all day. There, all, yeah, yeah. there are loads of other influences. Where I'm talking, you know, books and philosophers and well, I do Greek think philosophy it's... and Taoism and all those, all those things. But, yeah, mm. but uh, I think it's just day-to-day stuff that really I'm yeah. finding influences me and the way I respond to it. I don't know. Anyway, we're going around in circles there. But. Well, great to chat with you, mate, and um, have a good day. You and too. Good day ahead. Yeah, I'm going to um, be thinking a lot about this this chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Got lots of clients on great. great to see you, mate. Have a have a good day. Catch you. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Yeah. See you, mate. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the good guys, John and Danny. See you next time.